Hello everybody and welcome to this very very special podcast. It is a podcast about a book called Partial Differential Equation Classical Theory with a Modern Touch and it is written by professors AK Nandakumaran and PS Dutti. Just by a, by way of a short introduction, Professor Nandakumaran is a professor in the Department of Mathematics at IIC and Professor Dutti is a former professor in the Department of Mathematics at TIFR Center for Applicable Mathematics. They are both press authors of a previous book on ordinary differential equations, principles and applications that was released in 2017. We'll be talking to them about that and many other things over the next 30 or 40 minutes. Welcome professors, welcome to both of you. Thank you Vivek. Thank you so much for being here. If I can just start by taking you back a few years and uh, asking you to introduce yourselves in a not so formal fashion uh, to our listeners. Uh, tell us a little bit about your backgrounds, what you studied, and uh, when you began your work at IISC and TIFR respectively. Uh, either one of you can go first. Yeah, I am uh, Dutti. I will yeah. speak first. Go ahead, sir. I did my master's from Karnataka University, Dharwad. Till I went there, I even did not know the existence of IITs, IAC and TIFR. When right. I joined TIFR center mm-hmm. after my finishing my MSc, that was my first turning point. Though I did not, I cannot really express my feelings at that time. So the atmosphere of IAC was uh, very great. And as students in the TIFR center, we had great privilege of listening to many experts in the field of PDE from some of the best institutions across the globe. My second turning point was the opportunity I got to pursue my graduate studies at the Courant Institute of Mathematical Sciences, New York University, considered a holy place for PDE. I mm-hmm. sincerely thank both the TIFR and the Courant Institute for uh, providing sufficient funds for this uh, my journey. And this was in 1981. And at that time, that Courant Institute consisted of many well-known figures of that time, uh, to name a few, uh, Peter Lax, Louis Nirenberg, Frick John, mm-hmm. Kathleen Morawitz, etc. Mm-hmm. In 1985, I returned to my parent institute TIFR after completing my PhD and stayed till my retirement in December 2015 at the age of 60 years. For some reasons, this TIFR center moved out of the IAC campus to its present campus in Yalhanka, that also in Bangalore. And uh, this was a very sad moment as far as I am concerned. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thank you Vivek for arranging this wonderful meeting. I had also joined Tata Institute of Fundamental Research Center for Applicable Mathematics, which is short form known as TFRCAM. After my uh, master's 
from similar kind of background as that of Dati. And mm-hmm. they don't have much idea about such institutions, especially coming from a remote or a small village. I did my master's from a normal college in Calicut University. The AFS Center, which was uh, started in early 1970s, in the IAC campus as a joint program of IAC and TFR, especially in applications of mathematics, specializing in PDE. After completing my PhD under IAC TFR joint program, so I did my PhD in the IAC campus itself, I continued to work there and later left TFR and joined Department of Mathematics as assistant professor in 1997. And currently, I am a professor there. So after my MSc, basically, I have spent all my time in IAC campus. And it's difficult to think about myself without IAC. I, in fact, I am familiar with every nook and corner of IAC, though it has changed a lot with a large number of students, much crowded, various right. new programs, etc. But anyway, change is inevitable thank you both so much that was really uh, that was really a wonderful introduction and uh, as i hear it i mean you are both not only passionate about the indian institute of science itself based on your very very personal relationships that were apparent in your introduction but also about mathematics so would you be able to tell us what excites you about or what excited you about mathematics and what keeps you you know, waking up in the morning and still ready to tackle whatever problem or or concern or idea that you may have had and uh, who your inspirations are. Just a little bit about that. Yes, maybe I will start with it. So sure. let me answer your second part of the question first. I'll come back to the first. Of course. It is really difficult for me to fix a timeline or a specific person. But at this moment, I would like to remember and acknowledge one late Professor Sulojana, who was my teacher during my college days. He got me a paper advertisement about TIFRIAC program and encouraged me to apply for the same. You have to understand that this is a period we did not have any other mode of communication. We did not have TVs at that TVs was just coming at during the 80s. Yes, of course. And even getting English newspapers were not easy in villages. So mm. you don't get to know the outside world at all. Uh, continuing that, maths was in my blood or, or whatever you may call it. So <laughs> I don't want to say any specific person. And it was my favorite subject from my childhood. So that's what I said that I couldn't fix a definite timeline. So right from my childhood, somehow mass was with me. Hence, no specific personal inspiration, though I have seen several giants in the field during my journey. And on the way, you get inspired by their work, by their lectures, etc. By my strong belief is that inspiration must come from within. Now let me come to your first important question. What excites you about mathematics? Why we get up and why we have the same vigor and rigor right from the morning? 
So that's more general. Let me tell you an analogy. Okay. When you read a storybook or a novel for that matter, one can create their own images of the characters. Dress the way you like it for the characters and so on. But such freedom is not available when you watch a video or TV. And mathematics indeed is one step higher or you can call it one step deeper than this freedom of imagination. And mathematically we say that it is at infinity. Though mathematics is used in applications to solve problems of interest to community, this infinite amount of freedom to think and imagine freely what excites me and probably all mathematicians will agree with me. The excitement increases when you listen to a great lecture, solve an exercise, or probably read a proof of a result. And I had several opportunities to listen to lectures after joining TIFR. So really, when you think of a problem or an exercise, and if you are not getting anything, you go to sleep, you may lose sleep, but eventually you will find a solution during your half sleep. That's a real excitement. That's just beautiful. Thank you so much, Professor Anurwan. Professor Dattu, anything you like? Yeah, I, the Nand Kumaran spoke very well regarding that. So I also share many of his comments. In addition, I would like to uh, say a few things. Uh-huh. I would like to compare mathematics to music, as I am also interested in Hindustani classical music. Wow. When I listen to great mathematical lecture, and I am fortunate that I have listened to many of them, uh, it sounds to my ears like music concert by a great maestro. So it all started in Karnataka University Dharmat, listening to some good teachers, uh, and then you know that uh, uh, persuaded me into higher mathematics. Uh-huh. And after joining TIFR, the opportunities, the motivations only started growing. Uh, to your last question, it is definitely my teachers and reading inspiring work by great mathematicians. Even now I get excited when I read a brilliant argument by an author. Initially, in my student days, I have learned a great deal of mathematics by studying books written by great Soviet mathematicians, as these books used to be available at affordable prices. You might recall Earlier, these Soviet books uh, used to be available under mere publications. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was truly, that was truly inspiring. Uh, thank you, both of you. Yeah. Uh, now, I would like to, I would like to sort of come a little forward. And uh, also, you have done various things. You are research. Uh, you are researchers. You are scientists. You are professors. You are teachers. And you are also authors. Uh, you have now written two books. So, what are your current areas of research, and how did this lead to your need to express it, you know, in a in a written form or through books? Uh, let Let me uh, answer first. So, so after joining uh, TIFR, 
so more or less our interest just concentrated uh, around pde and whatever tools we required for doing pde my main area of research is hyperbolic pde that's one of the three prominent parts of the pde subject and my thesis was on the existence of global solutions to nonlinear wave equations in exterior domains under the guidance of uh, professor s kleinerman sergio kleinerman mm-hmm. uh, of course the present book of ours is a basic one and it contains the analysis of three very important equations namely laplace and poisson equations heat equation and wave equation and some related topics like first order equations and classification of second order equations right as dati commented this is a basic book and the materials covered in this book is necessary not only to do research in uh, pde even to do research or anything in any other scientific area and explaining about our subject uh, in a couple of lines is not possible there is a saying in mathematics even to understand a fellow mathematician is a hard job when he explains his subject unless you are in that field okay but nevertheless let me tell you i work on the subject called homogenization of pdes though this was has several applications in science and engineering field the initial motivation was from material scientists in the creation of composite materials put to put it simply the pure materials quite often may not have the properties required in applications and the aim is to create new materials known as composites by combining different materials for example pure gold of 24 carat cannot be used for practical purposes as it is brittle you know very well and right. you cannot make any ornaments or anything with the 24 carat material but by adding a small percentage of copper or some other material you mix it in a fine scale very nicely mix it that's what they do it by uh, melting it to get to 22 or 20 carat gold then the resulting composite material is completely different properties you can make ornament you can stretch it you can make thin wires etc which was not there for 24 carat gold a mathematical understanding of this phenomena is called homogenization this is just one application there are several applications like fluid flow in porous media and so on for example if you want to understand the fluid flow in underground it's not like a pipe fluid flow it is with the materials and flowing through the materials in between and these are all leads to homogenization of pd wow fantastic uh, i'm not sure how much of that i understood like the both of you said but it's still extremely intriguing uh, to someone who is not from the field especially the examples so thank you for that um, can i now ask the two of you if it's all right how did the two of you meet and how did you two decide to collaborate on not one but two books now what led to this uh this uh this partnership yeah let me begin with answering that question 
of course sir. so i had uh, joined uh, tifr center in 1976 and when uh, nandkumaran joined in 83 tifr center i was in the final stage of completing my thesis at the kurant institute after my return so both of us naturally became colleagues and by that time the tifr center had already established as a pd center and uh, we still continue to be colleagues and friends right. so uh, i am uh, retired now but still because of him so academically i am still alive <laughs> so i am proud to say that <laughs> otherwise i would have uh, you know left this academic activities altogether and uh, during our uh, stay uh, after that 19 uh, after i returned from kurant institute uh, we continued to uh, collaborate on many occasions like we conducted nbhm sponsored workshops and a year of thematic program etc and there was a, a national program called national program on differential equations which conducted workshops every year and we had occasions to lecture in that program on many occasions for many years and during one such uh, interaction it just occurred to us why not we put whatever we lecture in the form of a book that's when the idea of writing that book on ode came up okay so thank you let me, let me continue little bit i remember correctly i joined in 80s tfr prati had completed his phd or on the verge of completing from him now i understand he completed in 85 and yes. he completed a phd from current institute one of the major centers in the field as he already mentioned especially to study pde so we were colleagues for more than 3 and 1/2 decades now we had almost decided to write the book on ode we saw an opportunity of offering a video course through nptel platform to basically to reach a wider audience not only in the country but the whole world after completing the video course and this video course is a collaboration with another of our colleague professor raju k george who is a senior professor currently and dean in iast indian institute of space science and technology trivandrum right he also joined with us and we three of us uh, co-authored the book on odigi since we had a few more words about this since we had several years of experience in giving lectures at various institutions and since we already completed a video course we thought that uh, writing a book will be an easy proposition that's the reason we actually started with it but soon we realized that writing a book is a different ball game altogether you need a collaborators with the same wavelength and i'm really lucky to say that lucky to have prasanthi and raju as my collaborators 
you will see that that collaboration continuing. That's a sign of that good collaboration. Finally completed the book in two years in 2017 under the same Cambridge University ISC Press series. Thank you, Vivek. Thank you both. I think uh, you know listening to you talk about mathematics and your work is inspiring. But also listening to you talk about how you value the collaborations you have with each other is also equally inspiring. So thank you so much, uh, Professor Nandukumar. And I just wanted to touch upon something you mentioned uh, in in your uh, piece just now, which is NPTEL courses. Um, can you just either of you can you tell us what is an NPTEL course? How long have they been running? You know what are what are the course aims? Dati, can you say something? Yeah. Then I will yeah. continue. Yeah, I will. Uh, yeah, I will say something about NPTEL. Uh, NPTEL is acronym for National Program for Technology Enhanced Learning. In the first phase, that was uh, year 2003. This program was initiated by the seven IITs and IIC. and in the first phase it concentrated on five core engineering disciplines so that, that in the first phase they concentrated only on engineering courses okay. in the second in the second phase that is the period between 2009 and 14 the goal was to build on engineering and core science courses so that's what they did i see uh, and since march 2014 this program started offering open online courses they call them mooc okay open online courses okay any anybody in the country who successfully completes a course can obtain a certificate from iit or iic the major aim of this program is to reach out to a larger audience through online video course and that too at free of cost a large section of students and faculty in particular in this country are not privileged to listen to top experts in any subject so there some <clears throat> this nptel nptel provides a platform to anyone in the world to listen to their video lectures presently nptel possesses several thousands of hours of video content and that is indeed a great digital library waiting to be explored by many uh, underprivileged students and teachers so it's indeed a great boon to students especially from small towns where they lack the facility of learning from experts in a field and also obtain a certificate from top institutions in the country so an urgent need of the hour is to bridge the great digital divide that exists in our country now thank you wonderful absolutely fantastic thank you Professor Nandukumaran, you want to add something, sir? No, I think he has explained everything about NPTEL. And if anyone wants to see, they can get into their website and get all the courses. And then it's a very well designed program. 
Yes, it certainly sounds like it. And the fact that it uh, it is free of cost and that it is available to people across the country is truly something, it's a magnificent achievement. And I hope people do take advantage of it. Um, can you uh, tell me a little bit about what is the relationship between the NPTEL course and uh, the book? Uh, uh, yes, Dutti yeah. has more or less answered this question in an indirect way. One way to reach out to the underprivileged is to go to their place, lecture to them, and then interact with them, which we were doing it for several years, 10, 20 years we are doing this. We do travel a lot for many workshops, conferences, etc. Interact with the society. But this process requires sponsors, money, a place, time, energy of many people. So it's and you can yeah. reach out to only a small number of people for each visit. But through online courses, we can reach out to a wider audience, which we have experienced through our first book and then video course based on the first book. In many universities, they follow our book. They also go through our video. So automatically, it is reaching out to a bigger audience. Now the new book is out. We are actually planning to give two online courses of 2021 20, hours each, essentially covering the entire book. Wow. And hence, uh, this book and online course will complement each other. And as he said, a student in a, or a faculty in sitting at home with the book and online courses can learn each other without going anywhere. And for your information, the first online course just now started and recording is over and the course is started in this week and which is of eight weeks duration. Next course, probably uh, we may record it in the March or April and it will be offered in the next semester in July, August. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, so I, to whoever's listening, I hope, uh, you know, if the deadline hasn't passed by the time you're listening, I hope that you do take advantage of this and, and sign up for the NPTEL course. And also, if possible, order the book so that you can have a holistic picture of partial differential equations. And speaking of partial differential equations, uh, can I now ask you to tell us a little bit in brief about what the new book um, you know, it has the tagline of classical theory with a modern touch. So what is this new book about in a few words? Yeah, let me say uh, something about that. Uh, the subject of PD has originated from the efforts of expressing physical principles in a mathematical form. In the modern language, we call it mathematical modeling, not only of uh, any physical process, but even a biological process, a phenomena in economics. So the mathematical modeling has uh, widened its scope like anything. Okay, so this what I am talking about this expressing physical properties in a mathematical form. It started uh, since the time of Sir Isaac Newton or even earlier and as such the uh, primary aim was to obtain solutions in explicit uh, form to the uh, physical problems they represent. To quote some examples, 
vibrations in a string and membrane or the distribution of temperature in a rod or plate okay these are all physical principles yes. and these have been established uh, mathematically and their properties are uh, used very much but it was realized that it is not possible to obtain solutions in explicit form all the time and then researchers moved towards a qualitative analysis of the mathematical equations they derived from physical principles and that changed the scenario of the subject completely today pd is playing a prominent role not only in science and engineering but also in economics and sociology today uh, for example a new branch of science called mathematical biology has evolved okay. the main purpose of this mathematical biology to say some examples there, there, there are many more uh, uh, topics there constructing suitable population models and epidemiological models and their analysis are important components of this branch the subject of pd is becoming more and more interdisciplinary and rightly so thank you uh, more specific to your question it's a classical subject 300 years old so naturally there will be several books written on it okay the present, so uh, that to written by jains so the present book also is not a monograph of research or uh, it's not a book on advanced topic thus this a book essentially contains the basic topics like first order equation second order equation and some related topics the but the first question everyone asks including the publishers why do you want to write such a new book when you have hundreds of good books in fact but as mentioned earlier during our interactions with several students and faculty at colleges and universities we have observed that despite their interest in the subject they are reluctant to pursue the subject as they lack proper guidance maybe at some other a little later we will tell something more about it maybe that you would you like yeah. to continue yeah. little more yeah let me add a few words uh looking back we can certainly say that we did not have a proper course on differential equations in our undergraduate and uh, postgraduate studies perhaps there was a feeling that the subject is not suitable in a mathematics department and more suitable say in a physics department in fact in earlier days uh the mathematics departments in iac and even in iits they were considered as service departments meaning that their main job was to teach the required mathematical tools to engineering students though this scenario in higher institutions has completely changed now uh, it has not changed much in many of our universities this aspect is one of the strong motivation for us to write this book explaining the significance of the subject 
and its interactions with other branches of mathematics especially analysis and geometry we hope our book will motivate many young students of mathematics and even teachers of mathematics to take the subject of pde for their higher studies thank you great fantastic thank you so much uh, i mean you both alluded to the fact that this is an you know this is an old subject you know so that's been around since isaac newton and maybe before and you want so it's been a few centuries um and also like your publisher had asked you why do you want to write a new book on the same subject is there anything markedly different about this book from any of the existing material on pdes that you would like to talk about yeah let, let me again begin with that uh, question vivek oh sure sir yeah so the in this book we have clearly mentioned the need of going from classical solutions to weak solutions okay so that that's uh, that uh, uh, subtitle in our book you know classical yes. theory with a modern touch yes so it comes here that modern touch is the weak solution weak solutions and why they are uh, physically required so we have clearly explained that and we have also included uh, some notion of weak hyperbolicity and problems with multiple characteristics not that these are not mentioned in other books but usually such concepts are not mentioned in a first book on pd and that is right. uh, something new with regard to our book nand kumaran yeah want to say and, something yeah i will add few more comments to dati we have tried to present our style of lecturing through the present book see we have developed certain style incorporating the inputs from students and colleagues from various institutes and so basically the students mind and our style of lecturing we present through the book right so in a nutshell the presentation to a wider class of student and faculty is the most important aspects of the book which we are proud of in addition to some new things which are included as tati mentioned generally reading a book or understanding my book is a difficult proposition so i our feeling is that our book speaks to them not uh, uh, yes. just to do that that's what we try to do it let's see how is the achievement <laughs> i'm sure it will be very good i'm sure the response will be very very positive because just talking to you for the last 40 minutes i can understand how positive your style of communication is and how how accessible it is so i'm sure that uh, the book will do its job very very well thank you sorry you both have said that uh, students have been reluctant to take on uh, the subject uh, as a course uh, is there anything more that you would like to add to maybe encourage them to not yeah so again let me start with an analogy analogies are easy to understand for a layman then uh, uh, talking about mathematics see quite often you cannot predict the inside beauty usefulness and comfort of a house by seeing it from outside 
For this, you may to need to get into the house by opening the gate and door, which may not be easily accessible. This is exactly the same. To understand and enjoy the beauty and PDE, we need to learn several advanced topics like analysis and geometry, which are some sort of a gate and a door. These topics are you just begin to study in MSc days, and it takes another a year or a couple of years and maturity to get into the study of PDE. Mm. But by that time, we are out of the college with a feeling that PDE is not the subject to be pursued. So this is what a, a change is bit required during our education, which we are trying to do it through our teaching, through these books, etc. Yeah, let me add uh, uh, in subjects like number theory, algebra, geometry, etc. Uh, we often hear some catchy phrases like uh, twin prime numbers problem, Riemann hypothesis, fork color problem, and what is a fundamental group of a Hawaii chapel. You know, some of I mean, if you uh, walk in the corridors of this uh, institutions of higher learning, yes. you often hear these phrases. And that may attract the attention of youngsters as it is somewhat easier to explain these problems or conjectures. I am not talking about their solutions. Solutions are indeed very hard. And some questions are still unresolved. For example, the Riemann hypothesis uh, is still an unresolved problem. On the other hand, in the subject field of PDE, we have uh, no catchy phrases like this. Uh, the one I remember, which was coined uh, some 50 years ago, is that, can you hear the shape of a drum? Okay, so you want to uh, explain what is this problem. So a drum is played in one room and you are not there. As, and you are there in another room and you are what you are hearing is only the sound of that drum. Okay, by listening to the sound of the drum, can you say what is the shape of the drum? Okay. So of course this is not, you know, that uh, attractive because normally we think of a drum as uh, a round-shaped uh, object. But I, I can make a drum of any shape and still play it, okay? Is the sound different? That is the question. But surprisingly, in the modern times, this question belongs to so-called inverse problems or inverse image problem, because now we talk of non-invasive techniques in medical imaging like uh, echocardiogram, MRI scanning, and it has deep connections with PD. Uh, I think that 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 example was just superb. Uh, thank you for giving it. I think if there's a young person, a young student out there listening to it, I hope that they are as excited as I am about it now after listening to that story. So obviously, I mean, you have mentioned already one or two things, but maybe I can ask you again about uh, about the book uh, and maybe you can just elaborate on a couple of things that you are the most proud of in this book i know you've already mentioned the style which emulates you know your delivery style in lectures 
is there anything else um, that you are particularly proud of about the book yeah i can say a few words about that yeah in uh, writing the present book uh, we really feel proud of being able to return something to the next generation whatever we have learned from our teachers adding some of our experiences in this academic journey we have benefited uh, by many masters in the subject and their writings mm-hmm. and uh, here i can mention volumes written by uh, harmander taylor treves etc okay and we are proud that we are uh, able to give something in return thank you that's really nice thank you sir yeah there are many books mentioned by dati especially a series of books by horvander taylor trace etc but they are all basically hard books to be followed by a beginner so as i said one needs certain amount of maturity in pde even to read these books so we hope our books will be a stepping stone to understand these books and another aspects in our book normally when you write a first book you think that uh, these books are understood by the classical method and generally the classical methods and the non classical methods are got separated so we have written this book in such a way that in every stage we mention how you can go from this classical stage to non classical situation and right. that is the way for the last 50 years the pde is understood not in a classical way so it gives right. you a smooth transition from from classical to non classical and students will get motivated why we want to study pde in a more rigorous mathematical way which was not the situation 100 years back thank you fantastic uh thank you so much for spending the time talking to us about this book uh and about your work in general it's really it's really inspiring and it's really fascinating so thank you uh coming to nearly the end of this conversation is there anyone you would like to thank for their support in coming out with this book uh the moral support received from our academic fraternity and respective institutions uh was indeed great and also the encouragement from the personnel of iisc press and cambridge university press was great from my side uh we would like to thank all my colleagues in the department students not only from our institutions and from other institutions as well no doubt we learned a lot from our teachers and students in fact i consider students are our best teachers so it is uh, for them um so when is the next book out what is the plan for the book number 3 okay let me answer you that that he said i have to force him to agree he says he is already tired <laughs> collaborating with me for two books so but i think i have confidence to uh, make him agree for one more book so we need to begin by answering why do you want to write a next book see before convincing publishers or others i we have to get convinced by ourselves right and that's one point 
this needs a lot of thought process and hence you need to, uh, lot of time for that so with too many engagements with the students and other academic and non academic activities at hand it is difficult to set a time frame in any case even if you start now you need a 3 years time but i am not sure it also depends on our energy levels and time availability nevertheless we have something in mind as a companion book on advanced pde and if you really want to say that we know the contents of the book only we have to write that so the contents are ready but you have another good news which we want to share we are actually preparing a book on problems and solutions mentioned in our first two books on odepd that's great so actually your uh, your fan base will have uh, quite a lot to look forward to if there's book number 3 and maybe book number 4 on the way that's great news for everyone yeah, let's see how things are going to be i just wanted to quickly before i ask yeah. you the last question i want to just say that uh the book to anyone who's interested is available on amazon so just remember it's called partial differential equations classical theory with a modern twist by professor nandukumaran and professor datti uh so my last question for you gentlemen is do you have any inspirational or any words of wisdom for young and aspiring mathematicians out there who may be listening okay let me add something here uh, in the year 2000 or uh, 1999 so just one year before the clay foundation in california usa published a list of millennium problems in mathematics and few of them are related to pd the foundation also announced a prize for each problem many of the problem stated there are still unresolved so this is almost uh, 20 years two decades uh, so there are still lots of uh, interesting problems uh, to be resolved and this should serve as a great motivation for the youngsters who want to enter this field and uh, there are lots of opportunities as well as challenges yeah yeah uh, professor anand kumar uh as i mentioned earlier i don't want to give advices the inspiration has to come from within but my right. general philosophy which i follow which i would like others can follow enjoy what you do enjoy the subject learn it with the passion whether it is mathematics or not love the subject and a word of caution is enjoyment and difficulties come together don't think that you get enjoyment without difficulties mm. and there are two sides of a coin they are twins but it's a world with immense freedom which cannot be put in words or explained you must experience it if you want to experience this infinite amount of enjoyment go through the difficulties enjoy the subject thank you Wow. Thank you so much. That's really some amazing food for thought. Uh it's been it's been amazing talking to the both of you and I hope I I wish you both and all your books and all your endeavors the very best of success. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much, thank you very much Vivek. Thank you very much Vivek.